This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. Let's go to the hotline. We welcome in a guy who, boy almighty, he has himself a hell of a job today. Bill Bender joins us. Sporting News. Find him on Twitter at BillBender92. He is the National College Football Writer for for uh, Sporting News. My goodness, almost said CBS. For Sporting News, and he's in Columbus right now. Hello, Bill. Hey, Ken. How are you doing? Surprised? How surprised are you? Pretty surprised. Pretty surprised with the way Oregon was able to execute on the offensive side. Uh, defense able to force some tricky third downs. I mean, they don't show – you look at the box score, you'd be like, Ohio State almost had 700 yards, but – they forced a lot of these tricky third-down passes that got off the field in the right times. I mean, I think Ohio State had the ball in Oregon territory like eight times and didn't score. Um, it, I, I was glad because, okay, so I'm driving in from flag football practice, Bill, and I'll tell you about that later in the week. We don't need to discuss <laughs> it now. And I was trying to listen. I couldn't listen because my phone just kept pinging constantly. I couldn't hear it. So all of a sudden, I get home. I thought it was 28 nothing. It's seven nothing Oregon, right? And I'm going, goodness gracious! Everybody's ripping C.J. Stroud. Considering the considering everything going on, I thought I thought C.J. Stroud played really well. I I'm glad you're mentioning the defense, and I know a lot of people are mentioning the defense now. I I thought C.J. Stroud played pretty well in that game. He did. He made big throws. I mean, in the fourth quarter, he was dealing, got him within a drive of tying the game. You know, and then like I said, you put him in that third and long, fourth and long. Of course, an interception is going to happen. So. I think the offense isn't an issue at all. He's going to continue to feed Olave and Wilson all year. The running game will be steady with the guys around him. They've, they've got to figure out something on the defensive side, though, because this felt like Big 12 football. And I don't know if Ohio State wants to play Big 12 football on the defensive side and allow a team to do what Oregon did. They, they had a tremendous game plan, Ken, from the, the option reads, attacking the perimeter, Anthony Brown played one heck of a game. I absolutely did. Okay, so what does this mean now? Like, I've got a couple calls already today, and it's like, well, what's this mean really because it's the beginning of September? What's it mean for Oregon for the rest of the year? Do I take them seriously for a, for a playoff berth? Do I take Ohio State out? What do you think it plays out there? Well, this is as I'm writing now, and I get to win a couple hours here in the press box. This is the first time Ohio State lost at home since Baker Mayfield planted the flag. That's crazy that it's been that long to me, by the way. But, um, you know, that was an Oklahoma playoff team, and it made a difference. This game made a difference. So 
down the line in November, if you've got a conference stack up that's Oregon with one loss and Ohio State with one loss and Clemson with one loss and Georgia and Alabama doing their thing, it's going to get dicey, but Oregon will have a chance. And that's why this was such a big victory for the Pac-12. And if they get a bonus win with Washington and Ann Arbor tonight, you're going to hear a lot about the two Big Ten. I think the pressure's on the Wolverines now to go get a win. Absolutely. Bill Bender joining us from the Sporting News. I think for Oregon, like I got into a little bit of a, a kerfuffle with our producer, Suss, who called you earlier there, Bill, because like he loves the Oregon uniforms and I don't. And I just went, oh, my God, that's it. It's brand. Like you can't tell me brand doesn't help. And if Oregon is able to – like I think Oregon, depending on when they get it, I think they could get a free loss, right? Like if they win the Pac-12 and they lose at the wrong time, say they're a one-loss football team. I think they get in. I think brand helps. Nike helps. The whole thing helps. And I think it could just do nothing but help Oregon. I, that's why I think this was such a big win for the Pac-12 today, Bill. Huge. Huge win. And a huge win for the conference. And it allows them some freedom. I mean, like I said, to come, for them to come in with the confidence that they did, ran the ball effectively. Basically, to me, even without Justin Flo and David Thibodeau, there was not this, like, disparity in athlete, if you know what I mean. Like, it wasn't like Ohio State's players were that much better than Oregon's at all. And especially, aside from maybe Wilson and Olave, who to me are first-round special guys, I mean, it looked pretty even. You've got to just give Oregon Mario Cristobal a ton of talent for the way they came in and won this game. For the rest of the Ohio State schedule, they really can't afford another loss. I, I don't know what you're getting out of Michigan. I know Penn State, you know, they might open it up more. Uh, coming up on October 30th, but the rest, I mean, you just you just have to beat those opponents, and you have to beat those opponents and look good doing it. Oh, for sure. I mean, you just can't lose twice. That's kind of the unwritten rule of the playoff. Don't lose twice and go ahead and win the, the games that you can. And, I think you know, Ohio State, that offense is going to probably be the best in the Big Ten. I don't know if anybody's going to challenge them defensively like Oregon did today. But, I mean, if you're Penn State, you're feeling better about your chances. If you're Iowa, if they win today, they're going to, I know you said you're not going to talk about that game, but if Iowa wins, they've got to feel a little bit better about their chances, and it just opens up that door. And keep in mind, guys, like this is Ryan Day. I believe this is Ryan Day's first regular season loss as a head coach. It's <laughs> not that big of a deal. It happens. He wasn't going to win them all, Ken, as much as we thought he might. I did get a couple of people, and I got to tell you this. Now, I, I did, in the grand scheme of things, it's like, hey, I, I got to disagree with you. But not you, I mean the, the people tweeting and the people calling. He did keep Kerry Coombs on. We know how bad that defense was in the in the national championship game, but it's Alabama. You had like seven D1ers in the first. You had seven picks in the first two rounds or whatever it was. It was unbelievable. So you kind of give him a pass. But got to tell you, not really impressed with Kerry Coombs, man. Not really impressed at all. Give me your thoughts. I mean, that's the biggest issue right now is this defense, not being able to get off the field, getting pushed around in the running game. They, you know they have a bunch of NFL talent on the defensive line, and that's where it starts. So it's kind of stunning that they're getting pushed around like that. Corners didn't play too bad, um, but this is Ohio State. It's, like, it's almost like Ohio State was playing the way that the old Chip Kelly Oregon way, and Oregon came in here with almost a Big Ten-type game plan, maybe with different formations, but I thought they won – up front on both sides, which which was kind of startling. This is Oregon's biggest non-conference win to me since they beat Michigan in the big house with Dennis. Remember when they crushed yeah, Michigan with Dennis, yeah. with Dennis Dixon? This is that yeah. type of moment for this program. I agree. I got to agree. The great Bill Bender joining us here on the show. All right, because, yeah, I'm not going to bring up Iowa State and Iowa. I ain't going to do that. Um, 
let me ask you though about the Big Twelve. I gotta get the I gotta get you on record about them before you before I let you go here, Bill. And I know you got other things you gotta cover. How big of a move is this for the Big Twelve to welcome in BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, UCF? Does this just stave off death? Does this make sure that they have a place in the college football playoff in the future? Tell me. Well, they'll be all right. I, I think you know they're not going to be a Power Five conference anymore. It's going to feel like something in between. But if the expanded playoff happens and they'll be the conference in position to get a team in there. And, you know, BYU's brand is what it is. Um, Biggest stadium in the conference now as soon as Oklahoma and Texas leave. So I I like Cincinnati getting that step up. I'm I'm all about opportunity being a Mac guy. I like watching Cincinnati and Central Florida and Houston be able to level up a little bit. Bill Bender joining us from the Sporting News. Um, it, for the American Conference, I mean, is this the start of the the beginning of the end for them? Because I, I just see more teams trying to move up. Well, and, I mean, there's going to be some teams move around probably, and that shuffle will start in earnest. You don't know what it means to the Sun Belt or Conference USA, but you do kind of know that some teams are going to move around. It's evolution. It's college football, the way that they're going to do this, and teams got a possession themselves to do what's best for them. I think the American Athletic Conference will probably try to raid Conference USA. And then the MAC and Conference USA and the Sun Belt will probably raid the FCS. And here we go with another round of this. If Ed Orgeron got fired, who would you replace him with? Who? I mean, Billy Napier is right down the road. He's not a bad hire. Um, you know, Jamie, thought- Chadwell, Jamie Chadwell is exciting. Ooh. Coastal's fun to watch. I watched them. I had Kansas covering, so I was very upset last night. But uh, Coastal's a good team to watch. Can I give you another idea? Sure. Carolina gets Sam Darnold going again in his life. Joe, ba- Joe Brady returns as head coach. That'd be, that'd be the other one. Not a bad one, especially if really? Carolina's – I mean, Brady's <laughs> offense, man. Just get him going that way. But I don't know if he's going to leave the NFL. He wouldn't. Have, it's hard to get those NFL guys to come back. You know that. Yeah, but LSU, I mean, LSU's a hell of a job. There's not a lot of good coaching jobs. There's not a lot of jobs in the NFL that might be better than LSU. That's a great job. True, and, and it could happen, but let's see what Sam Darnold does in week one against Zach Wilson before we get on that one. <laughs> yeah, I put plenty of cars before plenty of horses on that one, didn't I? All right, the wonderful Bill Bender, he's great. Everybody should love him. Everybody should follow him. Bill Bender, 92, Sporting News, National College Football Writer. He's in Columbus giving us the very latest. Columbus, the Buckeyes in Columbus. They get upset today by the Oregon Ducks, 35-28. Bill, take care, buddy. Hey, take care. Thanks so much. Bye. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 